Welcome to the Friendly Fire Show E3 2016 Special Super Duper Edition. Good enough. With the two of us and no one else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shane didn't get back to us. We decided to do this pretty impromptu-like. And uh, our good friend Ben Salter is actually at E3. In Los Angeles, the yeah. lucky son of a gun. So who are you? I am Gaetano Prestia from... Phoenix Bazaar. This is the first time I'm introducing myself. How exciting. As, we'll get to that in a second. I'm yeah, Steve. Formerly of MMGN. I'm Steve Wright from Survivor. Um, we can't not talk about Phoenix Bazaar. So like, um, it Yeah, it's a hybrid of MMGN and every other blog you've ever visited in your life, I guess. Um, gaming, movies, films, forums. Movies and films are the same thing. Forums, um, what else is there? Just awesomeness, I guess. Clans. Groups. Groups, sorry. Are they not called Actually, groups? probably should rename them as clans. That sounds better, doesn't it? But oh. that's like an embedded kind of plug-in thing that's there. i got to go into the code. And... Clans are PlayStation and groups are Xbox. Is that right? Oh, geez. Fast and furious so straight code, into it. Groups. That, that makes more sense. Segway. Yeah. Well... That was let's how, how are we gonna do this? We we didn't really plan this very well. Um, we're gonna talk about E three so far. Yeah, just want to go by good. press conferences. We should yes, okay. including publishers. Yeah, that means yeah. EA's first. Correct. Cool. Um, we have no format. What about EA's press conference uh, impressed you the most? Um, I liked. I'm actually. I, I want to say I'm disappointed that didn't show more of Mass Effect. Actually. Um, I think that went for anything EA did. It was kind of like, yeah, here's a behind-the-scenes view. Here's pretty some much. lovely uh, videos about yeah. how we make games, but they didn't actually get into the games mm. themselves. Mm. Titanfall was probably, unless I'm missing something, Titanfall was the one game I think that they went, as in, ter- in terms of like what they've changed and what they're bringing to it, it was the most exciting because they didn't have a campaign in the first game and everyone's like, we want a campaign, and now they're giving us a single-player uh, campaign the multiplayer from reports people are saying it's very much the first Titanfall which I guess is good they didn't really need to change much yeah it was crazy regard. how good it was but it was also crazy how yeah. quickly you got like the it. division style mm. everybody just kind of left and didn't come back yeah so which was bad because the DLC was really good there was a lot of free stuff there yeah and but the maps, no that was divis- divisive divisive as well it, because yeah. it was all uh, paid content that mm. not a lot of people took up and then yeah playlists were gross so i think they've learned from that they said it's going to be mm. modes and maps are going to be free which is good they've taken the um they're going the plants versus zombies garden warfare route and they actually kind of set the standard because they released all mm. this content and they said that if the matchmaking actually worked or if you didn't have the dlc it still worked really well and ea seems to be applying that to well i say that they are whether or not they actually do it yep. um, is different, but hopefully it was Battlefield 1 as well. Yeah. Um, which is, well, it looks like Battlefield. Um, I think a lot of people were kind of questioning whether or not, because I can't really think of any games that did World War, that have done World War 1. No. Unless it's like a hardcore kind of strategy game on PC or something. Um but it looks it looks interesting. There's lots of um, it, they're taking a lot of liberties. They being EA with mm. and Dice, I suppose, with what uh, is presented in the game and how it's historically accurate or not. But like, 
I'm like talking about we'll talk about Horizon Three. Like, there's certain things that video game makers have to do. Yeah, because it's a video game, and you don't want to have complete accuracy in a game like Battlefield. Because it would suck. Well, if you're talking about like a Total War game, that's probably where you put the historical accuracies in. Yeah, exactly. It seems to fit better. Um, it looks great. Uh, I wish I was like stoned Zac Efron or Snoop Dogg having a go at yeah. EA Play. Oh, dude, that's right. Cause <laughs> they looked blit. And he actually had a, uh, a spliff while he was playing. He certainly did. It was did. so funny. Um, There's yeah. lots of other cool things I think EA did at their press conference that weren't Obviously, they were game-related, but they weren't actual game stuff. Um, the two things I kind of thought were the most impressive were the EA, EA Originals program, yeah. which I guess started with Unravel last year, but now it's an official, proper thing. And to be honest, from any of the press conferences that went on in the last couple of days, that was the most uh, indie kind of mm. friendly or in- indie-centric almost. Um, so they've they've started a new game. Uh, with a Swedish company, the game's called. Thea I actually Thayer. don't know. I was actually going to ask, how do you pronounce it? Because uh, I wasn't really paying attention when they were talking about what's that. that table called that you do in chemistry? The periodic table. Yeah, yeah. Does it stand for? Is that so Fe is iron? F- yeah, iron. maybe. I don't know. Um, it might be actually. And that looked that looked pretty decent. It looked like every other kind of heartwarming indie game. Well, let's be honest. A, a big part publisher like EA is not going to throw money behind an indie game. That does not look good. Very true. You know, because, I mean, what makes me laugh, actually, is that once a game is published, it's no longer indie. Correct. So, Especially by EA. Yeah. So, you've got you've got developers that might still be indie. Like, a good example is Insomniac, who, they're an independent developer. They don't have ties to any um, any publisher, that, which, which they obviously favor PlayStation, but they yeah. also did Sunset Overdrive on Xbox. Um, and they've actually come out and said that we are an independent developer. Yeah. Um, so this game here, it's not. Really, I, I just find that interesting because I find indie to be kind of like a buzz feel good term. Um, it is, and or it's you can replace it for eight bit crap yeah. looking game. Like it's exactly. Yeah. So it's not really true indie. It's obviously got a lot of cash coming from yeah. EA. Well, which is why calling it originals is. A smart yeah. move. They're not calling it the, you know, like even ID at Xbox has kind of indie connotations mm. somehow. Even maybe it's the way they presented it initially. Yeah. So that's cool. The other thing I really liked was um, the EA Play to Give initiative. So they've supported five charities, two code ones, code.org and code something else. A woman's, I should know the charity's names. I don't. They're supporting five charities. They're giving a million dollars to the five charities. I think collectively, not each. Um, and they're tying in-game kind of challenges to it. So we must meet the challenges. I don't think we really have to meet the challenges for that th- million dollars to get donated, but I think it's kind of a nice way yeah. for gamers to feel like they're doing something mm. to donate to charity, which is cool. Like, I know it's not very um, game-centric, but it's I like those little initiatives that were on top of the other games. They talked about a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Yeah. I, mean, I can't even think of anything that's coming to mind. Mm. There was some sports stuff that was... There was uh, FIFA 17, which has the kind of NBA 2K-inspired story mode. I'm sure EA loves that I'm comparing their franchise to NBA 2K, not NBA Live. Well, that's the only uh, NBA um, game that was talked about at E3. Yeah, pretty much. NBA Live's actually been delayed to 2017, which is ridiculous. Don't get me started. But uh, FIFA 17's uh, single-play mode, it's actually taking Bioware's speech wheel. Ah, I didn't know that. So, I think... 
I don't know if Bioware, if they've kind of brought that technology over from Bioware or if it's Mass Effect inspired. I'm I pretty sure them, I heard it was Bioware that helped them kind of develop that. It's probably just the Frostbite engine because, yeah. dear God, they said Frostbite about 50,000 yeah. times. <laughs> Everything is now powered by Frostbite, including FIFA. Yeah. Um, what else were they going NBA's being powered by FIFA, but again, no one cares about that. That's true. On Mass uh, Effect, Titanfall isn't being done by uh, Frostbite. But well, Mass you wouldn't Effect. you wouldn't think it would be though. No, because it's, not. it's just it's like the only thing that they talked yeah, about that wasn't Frostbite. Because though. it's it's just you think it's just too fast, and it's that kind of they need an engine that's more similar to the you know, Infinity Ward Call yeah. of Duty engine. Um, Mass Effect. I find this interesting that they've delayed it to 2017. There was no way they were going to ever meet a 2016 release window. Mm. They're not ready at all. Um, but it certainly, it's obvious that now with kind of these new consoles coming out, um, you've got Scorpio, you've got um, PS4.5. I would not be surprised if this gets pushed out. Past that? Wait, wait till, and wait in deep in 2017, like, like October or something. Um, I can't imagine it would be released like mid 2017 or around this time next year. That would be crazy. Mm. So it's got to be Hollywood, <clears throat> uh, Hollywood holiday 2017 which would hit scorpio so that to me makes sense and yeah no i agree i think honestly that's it ea is that's it pretty wasn't, much star wars was nothing oh man yeah well i think it, is respawn making a star wars game new or did i just miss that because that was kind of the only takeaway i got from that visceral, Not that we knew, or, visceral and respawn vis- are making vis- star wars games. oh okay I missed and i knew respawn. about visceral respawn they kind of just well they didn't say anything about it really they showed it like a couple guys in mocap doing lightsaber duels but like we have no idea what visceral's game is really about we have no idea what respawn's game is about yeah and they talked about battlefield 2 or battlefront 2 sorry but it's stuff we already knew like they're gonna bring in other movie trilogy bits not just the original one yeah like stuff that is good but we already knew about it Mm -hmm. um should we move on to Bethesda. Yeah. I've got my laptop here. You can probably hear me typing. I'm really, I'm not like ignoring you or pissing about. I'm actually just trying to grab like recaps and stuff because <laughs> I like, I don't know about you, dude. I've been to the last five E3s in Los Angeles and they seem like a cakewalk compared to doing the news yeah, in time. Australia at two in the morning. I, I just, I have no idea what time it is, what day it is. Yep. I'm dizzy. I've lost my bearings so much over the last couple of days. It's good fun. It's exciting. Oh, it's great. I just, I just, I forgot how hard it was to not. Yeah. It's a lot like, easier to be there because at least then you know that anything that you do probably has more weight because you've got hands on and stuff. So it's okay if you delay it a bit, but yeah. if you're not there and you're not actually doing something from E3, it's like, well, I'm going to be on the ball hundred percent. Um, and you are just like on the ball because you've been doing all the news. I've I haven't even bothered with that. It. I haven't even bothered. I feel I feel very empowered. I'm powered up to uh to get the news out. I don't know how you've done it. I don't know how you've done it. But uh, anyway, um, Bethesda. The big the biggest thing I think that people wanted and got was um the Skyrim remastered confirmation, which has kind of been yeah. circling around rumored for a while. Um. It's a remastered version of Skyrim. So they were always going to do like yeah. people were saying, Oh, I don't think they'll announce it. I think they're going to do Moral Mind or Oblivion. And I'm like, Well, they've come out and said that they did a prototype of Skyrim on Xbox One to see how Fallout would work. And the only reason they said that was because it was leaked. It was leaked that they had a Skyrim port in their office that was leaked. And they said, Oh, no, it was just us testing Fallout 4, which yeah. was like you could tell that. 
that well, was garbage. And it's it's one we we tried it to see if it worked. Well, it works, so you've you've got it there. You might as well do something with it. And three, as much as they've said the engines drastically different it's not like yeah the, the, it's not so I, I don't think it was that hard for them to do and it's going to be a cash cow mm. um and obviously and this kind of came out after the press conference um bethesda game studios wants to like has two other projects that they're working on i think in addition to fallout 4 and um todd howard his quote was like we're gonna do those two and then we'll get to like the next elder scrolls game so if you want six don't hold your breath because it's not going to come for a while. Yeah. So this well, that was tied people over. Yeah. yeah. That's like 2018, I reckon, at the earliest. The most disappointing thing about the press conference was definitely Fallout 4 DLC. It just mm. looks pointless and stupid. And I don't know why Bethesda isn't listening to people who are saying, I don't want extra crafting tools mm. or blah, blah, blah. I want Far Harbor. I want all the things that made Fallout 3 so epic and amazing I yeah, want, yeah like actual big chunks of new single player content to explore and kill and do things but what's like funny about that is that they're actually releasing stuff that has already been done by the modding community and he's already like at the top of like the most used and most uh, highest rated mods within the community and they've basically gone and said yeah those mods are good but here's our version it's better so they're basically stepping on the modding community, which I, I found kind of interesting. I, I wouldn't think that they would do something like that, but they have, which is, yeah. yeah. Unlike them, which it I is, thought was strange. Well, welcome to the new normal. Yeah. Uh, um, they, they started the show with Quake Champions. Which I don't really know much about. I never really got into Quake when it was well, out. It's like Doom, deathmatchy yeah. awesomeness. But it's, the arena, thing, it's an arena shooter, yeah. Well, but the weird thing about Champions is that it's like a hero shooter. Like, yeah. they're they're going Overwatch style with it, which... I don't know if that suits and PC only. Quake, to be honest. Uh, and I doubt that's going to, that's not going to stay. Yeah, it won't sound like that. But, like, it's it's weird because by far, multiplayer was the worst bit of Doom. Like, Snap yeah. Map was way better than that, and the single player campaign probably excelled mm. far beyond those two. I, I didn't mind the multiplayer. I don't, I don't think it's, it's not something I would rush back to, but I can see why people would be crazy about it and it's the same with quake like you gotta yeah. think people still there's still quake con but that's the you know stuff. like that's the same problem <laughs> the that last I have time we had a quake game sorry that's the last thing I, the problem i had with sony like it's all nostalgia and i don't know yeah yeah if the games are gonna live up to people's lofty expectations that's another discussion for later in the podcast mm. it's gonna be a lengthy one uh they did some crap about the elder scrolls online that no one cares about legends which looks okay it's a card game that's kind of the big thing now oh yeah um Prey, which you're a super keen fan of. You know, what do you I, think about this? Oh, I, Explain it, just, it first in case people didn't see it. So, okay, yeah. So Prey obviously was like an alien game. I can't even really remember it. It was a 360 game, like 2006. I just remember lots of sniping. Um, like yeah, weird sniping. and it was like Native American um, history and, and, and mythology and all this stuff. Um, and this kind of... It's obviously a completely different game. I saw Prey 2 at E3 2011. And it looked fantastic. If you speak to anyone, if you read any previews about Prey 2, um, it was one of the games of the show at E3 2011. It looked really, really good. It was set in kind of like this um, cyberpunk futuristic city, alien city, um, and it was a genuine sequel. But what they've done with this um, is, uh, I think it's Arcane that's developing it. Um, yeah, I, who think, did Dishonored. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
there this is a complete reimagining it's a, it's not even i wouldn't even say it's a reboot it's it's just a completely different game completely different franchise from what i've seen yeah um sci-fi action aliens future government i mean that's what it seems like to me really kind of cliche and, and it's disappointing because the first prey was just really unique it's i think the opening scene you were in a bar and then there was an alien invasion and i mean that might be the same here but well it good trailer I, I don't get me wrong yeah i completely get what you're saying and i i pretty much agree but the thing that i keep thinking about is that <clears throat> everything bethesda has done lately i've kind of gone oh that's not gonna be that great <laughs> like what are they thing. doing well like doom wolfenstein even fallout to a certain extent mm. and i had to eat my words so it looks kind of generic sci-fi but it might be really cool who knows yeah I mean, maybe Quake's going to be amazing as well. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't doubt it will be good. My only, uh, my only criticism is that it doesn't actually continue on from Prey, because obviously the reason mm. they were making a sequel is because oh. people wanted it. Yeah, and there was so much discussion. Every single little rumor that came out about Prey Two, people went crazy for it, and that's obviously why they're rebooting this now. But yeah, disappointing. We're not getting a um true sequel, a proper but. sequel. Yeah. Um, speaking of proper sequels, Dishonored Two, which I could kind of take take or leave I, I i never played dishonored because it's ben ben actually covered it from mg and i never touched it um he goes crazy for it he was really crazy for it at the time um but yeah dishonored's kind of a franchise i want to get into i really want to get into well you've got your chance and you've got multiple ways yeah. to do it you can play as corvo or emily and there's a challenge mode where you don't get powers so you can like super stealth and like thief style it i, I guess yeah what I might have to get it. I might have to replay the um, remastered version. I think. Noise. Um, That's it. Yeah. Oh, kind of. There was like a weird tease um, that they gave at the very start of the show. Yeah. Wolfenstein. There was like a little DOS prompt, and it had the name of the third Wolfenstein game, the new Colossus. And they didn't do anything else with it. They just had the name up in the DOS prompt, and they had maybe. they had in the DOS prompt they had the first two Wolfenstein games and that was directly after and then they had Doom a couple times and stuff so it seems like they're laying the foundation for uh, this but it doesn't mean anything right mm. now because we know the name of the game it's kind of like a confirmation but not an official there's one. no way they would have done that if it doesn't exist oh it was definitely on purpose but like that's all we have from it so what are you gonna do uh, moving forward the next one would have been Microsoft yeah I'm definitely pulling up a recap from that because oh my god there was I think I did about 30 pieces of news um, the biggest one I think was kind of everything tied into uh, <coughs> excuse me everything tied into uh, Xbox Play Anywhere which is the new initiative they have to uh, basically have games come out on Windows PC and Xbox One they're cross by they're cross-platform for play. They're cross-save, uh, mm. so you can just transfer your game pretty much on the one same to the game other if you want to. Yeah, and which it is, is like in 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 theory, it's a really good um, idea. But the thing that I keep thinking about is that I don't have a PC that can play any of these games. So it's like a great initiative if I had a PC that could do this, but I don't. So I'm just going to mm. be stuck to Xbox and I get all these PC games that I can't yeah. use. I What I'm interested in, I would like to know how many like dedicated PC gamers actually have an Xbox. Because I think the ratio of like dedicated Xbox gamers that have a PC would be higher than the other way around. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? No, I do. So this, they're certainly aiming this, obviously they're aiming it at kind of Xbox gamers and they're saying, well, if you buy... 
go out and buy a PC, don't buy a Mac, buy Windows, because then if you buy this game on Xbox, you'll also be able to play it on, on PC. So yep. they kind of make it out like it's a relationship between Xbox and PC and PC and Xbox. But this is really about kind of selling Windows, and which is not bad. I'm just saying no. that it's convenient that um, they're just, yeah, just find it interesting. I, I, I get that as well. Um, the Xbox One Slim was the first thing they announced, which yeah. is cool. It's 40% smaller uh, with the Looks power good. brick in, in the actual unit instead Looks of good. outside. Weird, the 4K. only white. Um, weird kind of mesh yeah. on the side, but it still looks really cool. I'd ra- I think I'd rather a black one, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> I would was, rather a black one. That's sexual. Uh, it comes <laughs> with a new Xbox One controller, which has Bluetooth and Wi-Fi sense. So, like, if you're connecting to a PC, you don't need a dongle. Mm-hmm. It'll just uh, unless your PC doesn't have Bluetooth or something, but you should be good. Um, I, I don't know. I think I want one, but I don't understand why I would buy one. Well, that that's my yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well, especially with Scorpio. And so Scorpio, we'll get to that in a second. Five forty nine Australian for, for a two for terabyte Xbox One, Xbox One Slim. Yes, yeah. five forty nine. Which, which really, I don't. We don't. I don't know what the the base model price is, but the base model you can get the Slim for five hundred. Uh, so, sorry, five hundred gigabyte slim instead of a two terabyte slim. isn't it? For three ninety nine? Yeah. You're almost you cheaper can, buying an old Xbox and an external yeah. hard drive. You can actually trade in your uh current Xbox. If you've mm-hmm. got a, if you've got a launch Xbox One, yeah. you can trade that in at E B games um and your Xbox One two terabyte Xbox One S two terabyte will be I think three forty nine. Oh damn! I wish you didn't yeah. tell me that. But but to me, the, the, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get rid of my original Xbox if I got this. Well, I have three of them, so I could part with one or two. You could two. actually, yeah, you could part with two and probably end up with one. <laughs> oh, you would end up with one. Probably yeah, go towards. You probably still have to pay maybe a hundred bucks. Well, that's fine. But then, like Scorpio, we might as well talk about Scorpio. Why would you upgrade your hardware if? You're going to be upgrading your hardware again next holiday season. Well, this ties into just the timing of the announcement. I've actually mm. got nothing wrong with this philosophy, but what but Microsoft and Sony are doing. I think it's brilliant. It's just the timing of it. Like, why why announce it now when you've kind of got this idea where you're trying to bridge the gap between Xbox and PC? Uh, you've got the Xbox One S. These are two really kind of clear philosophies, and you're saying it's a really good time to own an Xbox One right now. Oh, by the way, we're going to pretty much, not really, but kind of sort of maybe make your current Xbox One just a little bit, just a touch obsolete in a year and a half. Because let's be, let's not beat around the bush. This is what Sony and Microsoft are doing. Yeah. They eventually want <clears throat> you to upgrade to a Scorpio or PS4.5 eventually. Oh, and they've, um, they've, they they sold me, man. Like, yeah. they called it a beast about 50,000 yeah. times. Oh, no, I'm so, I'll be getting a Scorpio day one, yeah. like, no doubt. But- 4K gaming uh what what else did they say vr you know vr ready i think is what they said six teraflops which is six times four yeah. times it's it's very it's powerful really as now. compared to the current xbox one well if someone asked me now should i get an xbox one now it's we're kind of at that time where it's too far Early. in the future to say no but at the same time you kind of don't want to say yes because it's like well in a year and a half, you're, there's actually going to be a better Xbox out there. Yeah. So it's well, actually it's wait hard. till they've August and get the slim. Yeah. But they've made it difficult, and I just, I, I don't know why they announced it. Were they trying to kind of 
you know, maybe stem any hype around Nintendo and X, but we knew they weren't going to announce that. Sony said they weren't going to announce it at E3. I think they kind of wanted to take the stage here. And I think it was just a mistake. They could have just made do without announcing it at all. Yeah. Um, and they even left it for Gamescom. Or even later in the year, like they did with the Xbox One announcement originally in 2013. <laughs> was it May or something? Yeah. Like they could have left it until January, February or December, you know? Very true. Sony's going to announce or officially reveal the 4.5 at Paris Games Week, maybe, but probably at the PlayStation Experience. Probably. It makes more sense for the PlayStation Experience. Yeah, probably, probably then. So, do you reckon they didn't do anything on purpose? Like, there was a big deal about a week before E3, they came out and said, yep. The Neo exists, which is our beefed up version of the PS4 or the PS4.5. I think they just had to do that. They had to respond to it. Yeah, but like the cynic in me, and I'm and I am admittedly more <laughs> of an Xbox guy. Like I feel I'm like sure you're going with this. so are you? But I feel like they because they've done it a couple times too. They they sit on their oh, yeah, hands. They're the last people to do a press conference. Microsoft is the first big yeah. uh, first party conference of E3. And they just kind of went... And very, it's very man, yeah, When yeah. the first E3 where Xbox One and PS4 came out, they just sat around and said, well, this is what they did. We don't think that's a good idea. So here's all the good stuff we're doing. Uh, mic drop and stuff. They probably weren't they didn't. They didn't announce the Neo it. or didn't detail the Neo because they might now be trying to upgrade what the Neo is because they know what the Xbox One Scorpio or whatever mm-hmm. we're going to call it can do. Am I being too cynical? I, no, I, I agree to an extent. I'm sure that they are doing that. But I don't think they ever plan to um, announce it at E3. I don't think they ever do because it's just for that, for the reason that I said, like they've got PlayStation VR coming out in August, is it? Yep. Um, uh, October. October, sorry. I'm thinking of the Xbox One S. Um, you've got uh, VR coming out. You've got the PS4 that, as it currently stands, is outselling the Xbox One two to one. Um, I think that it would have. Been, they was like, well, look, we don't need to announce it now. We're doing well as as is, and this kind of th- makes me think that Microsoft, I felt maybe was a little bit desperate here, and I think that they kind of made a very irrational judgment by announcing it in the first place. And I think yeah. PlayStation's going to end up exploiting that big time, as you said. They definitely are. Of course, they are. Well, and there's so many connotations. Like, so what's happening now is that I guess Microsoft isn't going to be involved in virtual reality until holiday 2017 and sony is coming out in october but they have an in that that's their in for playstation 4.5 they're yeah. gonna there's gonna be some sort of collaboration there between the two pieces of hardware the tech and they're gonna say look you can buy playstation vr right now in october and then in a year's time they're gonna have 4.5 neo whatever the hell you want to call it yep um and people that have already invested in vr that's their primary market and they're going to aim at those people and then secondary people, pe- people that don't already have a PS4, someone that wants to upgrade. Microsoft is going to be behind in that yeah. regard. But like in any way, holy man, is it going to be expensive? Yeah. Like five, it's a new console. 549 for the PSVR and then in Australia, let's be honest, it's, pretty, it's going to be a similar price for PS4.5. Or if you go Microsoft, it's going to be the same thing. It's kind of like it's we don't know, but it seems like they're almost going to align with HTC Vive, mm. and that plus a new Xbox. Like, oh man! Plus, well, yeah. plus the games. We'll get into that with Sony because we're still on Microsoft. Um, couple really quick things: they upgraded um, a lot of Xbox uh, core OS stuff, so you do background music. 
Um, there's clubs, which we were kind of getting at before. I called them groups before, I think. Yeah. Clubs are like like-minded people, so you can try to do things on your Xbox. Uh, arena is kind of like a competitive layer that they're putting over games. And Should I, I, I actually really like that. I really, it sounds I, really cool. Like yeah, Wargaming, get involved in that. EA, they're putting kind of like layers into this that these uh, publishers can use to launch tournaments of their own. Or you and I could do a tournament with our friends and it's kind of through that, which is cool. Uh, and there's also like an LFG feature now. So like kind of like Destiny LFG if, or you know, uh, the division LFG, if you're looking for people to play with, you can do it straight from your console, which I'm not sure is going to work too well, but we'll see. Uh, I think that's, oh, the design lab, the new controllers, you can make your own, but we don't get that in Australia yet. Uh, so we, so you've worked around, you've accessed the site. Yeah, you can just, if you can go you to the Xbox chip, can website. Can you actually buy it? <coughs> you didn't read my amazingly I sk- comical I, I skim through it. I don't read. I you can you can cheat and go to the US version of uh, Xbox Design Lab, which is what they call the controller design thing. Um, there's a whole bunch of services that you can use. So Xbox won't ship anywhere but America. Yeah. But if you go to like Com Gateway, C-O-M Gateway, uh, it's, it basically gives you and uh, a u.s address and you just put your name that u.s address they receive the package they find out that oh, you've registered for an account and then yeah. they charge you shipping so it was like 20 bucks i think to ship what xbox would ship them then yeah. on to me. so you've done that yes okay so okay so when it works let me know no it's cool like i <laughs> um i do hockey equipment through that oh, as okay well. cool like, that's, it, that's cool people, that's actually good to know they don't ship to america or they don't ship to australia so you ship it to america and then they these guys like yeah. ship it onwards it's cool but like it it cost me about 150 bucks for one of these personalized controllers um which is basically the price of an elite controller so i like i kind of feel dumb at this point i shouldn't have yeah. done it um we don't know cool if it's coming that. to Australia, that whole program, but I'm I'm suspecting if it does well in America, we'd probably see it. Yeah. But you don't know. It'll make a and you don't know how much it's going to cost either. It's, it's a good gift. 80 bucks uh, US plus 10 bucks US for engraving or laser yeah. etching or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Cool, but redundant almost. Mm-hmm. In terms of games, man, so many games. Uh, what do you want to talk about for games? Um, so Gears of War 4, I think a lot of people have already seen. The demo was just kind of... Every kind of game demo like that this year was kind of like, okay, this is taking too long. But, like, the beta came out. You kind of know what to expect. It's that. It's Gears of War, basically. Gears of War, yeah. Um, Halo Wars 2? That's in beta right now. It's in beta, I think, till the 20th, so jump on that. Do you know what? I've, I've tried it out, and, um... It kind of makes me... I don't know why. I, I actually really enjoyed the first game. Yeah. I've never played it on PC, but now that I've played a bit more of the genre on PC... Like Civ? Yeah. It just it kind of makes you think that... It's better on a PC. It's better on... It's, it, these these games are so hard to sell on Xbox, on a, on a console. Um, and I think that a game like this would be better off. And they are building it for PC primarily, aren't they? I'd no, hope so, man, because the con- the controller is a mess. Yeah, like I keep I keep going to do something, and I like I want to go to my units, and I end up going back to the base. I'm like, ah, oh, no, that must be this on the D pad. It's just the, they're trying to tie too many commands into yeah. two little buttons, and it's messy. Yeah, but um, that's a thing. Uh, they announced State of Decay, confirmed it, which was actually State of Decay. Sorry, State of Decay two, 
Um, the original was actually really cool. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did, but like it was very broken. <laughs> oh yeah, but, um, um, but they've learned lessons fun. with the DLC. They got yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's there. That's a zombie game. As two is Dead Rising Four, which is back which is to Frank awesome. West Christmas Willamette. Nice, uh, and so, it's and it's an Xbox exclusive. Well, technically, Forever. I think it's on uh, Windows oh, PC. PC. It's as an well Xbox now, with Xbox Play anywhere um tekken 7 is coming to everywhere but who cares to be honest uh killer instinct this this one's weird because pe- so many people still play this like they killer instinct yeah, yeah i don't get it uh, it's a fighting game. Like, but apparently it's a really good fighting game and it's gotten better progressively since launch um but this has got to be you can't like, i can't think of any launch game that has lasted as long as this with a community that's actually quite true it's just unreal what they've and, done with but it the weird thing is people get more excited i think mm. about the guest characters so like i think it was rash from battletoads might might have been zits or whatever like one of the battletoads and the arbiter from halo and like the big thing here was uh general war, ram yeah. from gears of war is now a player and like that was that was one of the very few you can get it right now kind of things which so it was cool and hype filled but like yeah all right um what else sea of thieves which i just do not care oh, i think that i about. think that actually looks fantastic i think that was among <sighs> their best so you're like a black flag no i hated black i don't really like the assassin's creed games there i said it i'm sorry i said it <laughs> i don't I like just... the assassin but this game actually looks like it could be a lot of fun like the oh, idea that why? Gonna... it looks so boring and it was just like Idiot YouTubers like screaming oh, at the yeah. top of their that, lungs that, for no that reason. That killed it for me. I actually put it on mute when they did that. Oh, annoying. Yeah. Um. What else? There was a big boss battle for scale. For scale you know what? This was a terrible demo because the whole point of scale bound is that you're on this dragon and it's powerful and it's you know it shoots fire and it's got all these abilities. So what do they do? They pit these giant dragons against this even bigger crab. That makes the dragons look like ants. I mean, it was a terrible demo. It didn't highlight look like ants. Sorry, I it was, was just uh, it, it made the game just not look enjoyable. It reminded me of the what was that launch game for Xbox where you kind of on the flying dragon? What was it called? Uh, Crimson Dragon. Yeah, that's what yeah. it reminded me of because everything I, around it was so big and I just got bored. Like, and and this is like, I'm very racist, I guess, saying this, but like that was every Japanese based game like any like final fantasy 15 was everywhere this year and i just like do not care yeah don't care it was just that there goes, same there goes of, half of our uh, audience I was just, <laughs> i'm actually keen on, on final fantasy because it just it looks like to me it seems as though they're going for us they're trying to get us involved. They're westernizing it. They're trying to westernize it, but you know that it's, it's still a Japanese-developed game, so they won't get the open-world features down. It'll be a, a Japanese-developed open-world game. So it'll yeah. be like Yakuza, it'll be like Persona and all that stuff. So Persona's open-world, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Um, um, CD Projekt Red confirmed that they're making a Gwent game outside of The Witcher. I don't understand how to play Gwent, so I don't care. Yeah. I'm too bad at it. That's People are really excited about that. There's a beta. Um went beta hit enter on google you'll figure out how to sign up um they did a whole bunch of kind of indie id at xbox stuff the people who make limbo are making a game called inside that's all i want to say about that really um the game that i was probably the most excited about to be honest and maybe still am with all of microsoft's offerings was we happy few 
Okay. Which That's not was, what I thought you were going to say. What do you think I was going to say? Recall. Uh, Recall looks pretty good, but We Happy Few, man, I knew nothing about this until the press conference. And it's basically this amazing combination of what, like, Bioshock and what yeah. I said Bioshock and something else. And I just, my brain stopped. And, like, probably Bioshock and Fallout, to be honest. Um, it surprised me quite a bit and it looks really, really good being, you know, the notion that these people are like drugged out of their minds and yeah. they have some sort of like fake euphoria over them and someone fights the system. It looks really cool. I actually thought it was going to be a Ken Levine game because it had... Agreed. It had a very kind of Bioshocky. He's not developing it, is he? Nah, it's... Because um, I actually thought that, that it had a very Bioshock feel to it. It is... Who are they? Compulsion Games. Yeah. So it's it's going outside Xbox One, but it's first on Xbox One because of their preview program. So that happens in July, and I'm super keen on it. It's like it's very Ken Levine Bioshock looking. These people that have, for some reason, like mime makeup painted on their faces, which is weird. It's very like Splicer. That's it screams Splicer, mm. um, and like. A 60s aesthetic with beehive yeah. hair and shit. It oh, looks really, it looks really cool. Um, what did you think? Oh, Recore. What do you think of Recore? I'm well, kind of I mean, like on it, the fence about it. To be looks, honest, I think it looks pretty amazing. Like the guys that did Metroid Prime, um, you know, that's Inafune, right? Or no? Yeah, he was I don't. He, I think he was like he he were, helped. He worked on Metroid Prime, but I don't think he was like the director or anything. Was no, he? I don't know. Like I, um, I, I was, I was asking you, Tano. Uh, but the guys that made Metroid Prime are kind of building this, and it looks just unlike anything that we've really seen on Xbox before, which hmm. is why I like it. Um, you've got a cool f- female character. I hate to say it, but like you know, we're being told that you there hate are no... to say that female characters no, are cool. I mean to say that, you know, we're being told that there are no, you know, strong female characters, which is garbage because mm. there are so many games. And especially and this year. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's such a ridiculous argument. Um, and we've got this game, which is generating so much buzz. Um, and it's probably my most anticipated Xbox game at the moment. Wow. Um, just because of like how it looks, the aesthetic of it, um, the action looks pretty cool. This idea that you've got kind of like a companion, and I suspect that like if that companion dies, and you'll have to rebuild them, and you gotta have to find a power source, and yeah, that's sad. Maybe sad. Mm. Um, the last thing I think uh, with Microsoft's press conference was that uh, Forza Horizon Three is a thing. So the arcadey version of the popular motor racing franchise. Uh, but more importantly for us, it's based in Australia. Um, a very warped, frustrating the version of Australia. bloody weirdest version of Australia you've ever, I'm gonna ever lose, laid eyes I'm going to lose sleep over that map, man. I can't handle it. So like if we're looking at, it's almost like if you were looking at a map of Australia, you were looking at kind of the the bottom right quarter. So theoretically, you'd kind of see in the very bottom left so like South adelaide coast, and coast. you'd walk yeah you'd walk around melbourne and up into probably like the gold coast if you stretched it a little bit higher so like mm. that that quarter but so like so got, surfers paradise and the outback are in the right spots yeah, because then everybody else everything yeah, else is screwed. so below surfers paradise along the coast you had the 12 apostles 
below the 12 apostles down south towards Melbourne was Byron Bay. Byron Bay was Melbourne in this map for some reason, which uh, is wrong. And, and what else was there? there ab- were- above, above Byron Bay slash Melbourne, you have uh, Rainforest, Rainforest, I believe. And then past Rainforest was the Maroonda Reservoir. And then there's the outback. And what makes me laugh is that the rainforest is exactly where, like, the snowfields are in real life. <laughs> I forgot to mention that in my article because that's <laughs> where the snow so is. That's, like, where you go to go to the snow in Victoria. It's hilarious. But it's it's so bad that it would be like, it's as bad if you imagine having Chicago on a map of the states. On like the where west, Texas is? On the yeah. west coast of the Pacific, like where the Pacific Ocean is. Like Chicago is as far removed, even Cleveland or like Kansas yeah. City or something. It's just, it's, all they had to do was was uh, switch Byron Bay and the 12 Apostles around. And that would have been better. Oh yeah, definitely. And that would have made it even just a little bit realistic, but it's totally just a mess. And like we were, we, I think I alluded to this before, I recall doing that. Like obviously this has been, you'd think that the people at Playground Games no design and they know they know what they're doing so they've clearly put all these things where they are to develop some sort of flow no, I don't get in that. the game I don't itself buy that. i reckon they i, reckon I don't buy that be. because so bar and bay surface paradise and the 12 apostles are all on the coast yeah so what difference would it make where you put them? Because the twelve apostles, like like Byron Bay, and 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 I think what they're going for is they wanted to have a break between obviously Byron Bay and Surface Paradise because they're two cities, but yeah, and they wanted an icon, an a major region in between those two areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it 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 irritates me that you've got. The Twelve Apostles, which is like gets like winds from Antarctica, is bordering on like a tropical area on the map. It just eats at me. I can't handle it. It is. It's weird. But like, if you look at all the maps from all the other Horizon games, are just as bad. Yeah. But it, this one is the one that Australians look at and go, <laughs> "What the hell happened there?" So it's like it's not. I don't think anybody's offended. I think it's just we're all going, "What the hell happened there?" I just quietly, how cool is it that they've got the Yarra Valley in there? Yeah, man. I would never have imagined that. I felt more. I had like a swell of pride for the Yarra Valley and and for the Apostles, like because that's my that's where we're from. Do you know what we need to do when that game comes out? We need to like go for a ride and like compare it. Well, so the weird thing is, my my husband's. Oh, I said my husband's. I said I'd stop doing that. Too bad. My husband Matthew, <laughs> his um parents have a holiday house in uh Fairhaven which oh, is nice. it's close to Lorne nice. so it's it's before the apostles but yeah. it's obviously on the Great Ocean Road which is a, a major highlight I'm of super this game. Jealous right now. And the Great Ocean Road as you're driving to Fairhaven is just like all windy and and cool and it reminds me and it's a horrible game but it reminds me so much of uh Need for Speed the Run because it oh, came out at I think came out kind of the same time that I was driving to back and forth to Fairhaven for the first couple times and I used to just like put my foot down and fly around these corners and like turn to Matt and just go need for speed. And now I feel like I'm going to have to do that and go Forza Horizon. And I hope it feels the same. And I hope it like has that same kind of awesome feeling. And it is that if they capture the great ocean road, yeah, when no one's around and you can just put your foot down, not that you should that'll drive be, responsibly. That'll be insane, yeah. yeah, it's going to be amazing. I hope they don't have speed limits because 
Well, they the won't. The speed limits on the on the gradation road are just like are ridiculous. Oh. There are speed limits on the real ocean road in real life, so abide by those, dear listeners. But it goes from like sixty kilometers to hundred to sixty to hundred. It goes to, to forty in a little spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can get that bit, but even on long stretches, it's like sixty kilometers an hour. Well, it's because idiot tourists. That yeah. that they should totally have. Damn it, tourists! They Stay away. Have, from they should have a whole bunch of vans of tourists yeah, that just That's drive really slowly side, yeah. and, yeah, and go they on, stop the on the side of the road when they've got like a lookout point 100 meters up the road realistic anyway. video games um so that's that's microsoft i think unless you want to keep going no i, I thought i thought there. it was a really apart from like announcing as, as great as the scorpio announcement was and as great as scorpio sounds i don't think they were right in announcing it but that's just me i'm hyped um, by it but yeah like apart from a, that it was, it's it was a long wait man that's two christmases away that's a long time it makes me sad. Um, Ubisoft, who I probably Ubisoft. should disclose, uh, are the reason that Ben Salter is in uh, Los Angeles covering E3 for Survivor. So they flew him up there. Um, that by no means means we love Ubisoft's games. I think Eagle Flight looks like a pile of shit. Um, the only game I care about was, I love saying this name, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. That's so good. Um and it's cool looking dude. And I like that they had awkward, weird guy come out yeah. and kind of stumble through his lines. And then Trey uh, Parker and Matt Stone came out. I love how they just sit down just on did the not couch. care. Yeah. You know, they might as well have opened a beer up. And Bombed a horrible out. joke about Kanye West or something I at one point. That. Oh, they were, I can't, they were, I don't even know what was going on there. But he's like, oh, so you, you must have to know about Kanye West to get that joke. And it was kind of like, <laughs> Uh, it was awkward it. they needed that girl from the bethesda press conference who just like mm. lost her mind at anything that anyone oh that's about. right yeah the screaming oh, lady was the worst um the fractured butthole looks amazing and it's it's the same kind of aesthetic and stuff from the stick of truth but obviously they've ditched the uh like elder scrolls mythology kind of thing behind it in replacement of a superhero one <laughs> which a man like a speedster or these other like super powered things and that looks amazing. There's improved combat, so there's kind of like grids on the floor that you can move around and you can push and pull people and take cover. It just the game was such a surprise, the first one, and this one can only get better, yeah. I think. So Do you know what made me laugh when the guy's like, Oh, so what's the story about? And Trey Parker's like, Oh, we don't know yet. I totally believe that. Oh, definitely. Because you can t- you just know that um a lot of what this like I don't think this game's being made in the traditional way that a game is really developed. Obviously, Never. you've got a lot of collaboration between the people that make the show, the writers, the developers, um, and it's really just a big interactive TV episode. And they're probably writing the story as the game's being made, which would totally suit South Park, and it's what makes it so great, really. Absolutely. So I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, Eagle Flight was awful. They they had. They had a lot of uh, PlayStation VR slash HTC Vive slash Oculus Rift because everything they did with VR, they said, available on all VR platforms. Um, I would be lying if I said I didn't need a clean pair of pants after learning about Star Trek Bridge Crew because it looks epic. And people have been really positive about it. Stephen Farrelly of OzGamers said it's his new game of show. um, Oh, wow. It's... I find that hard to believe. But well, he did. <laughs> it was on Twitter. I promise. I know, I read. I did read it. I find it hard to believe. You still that. don't believe it. It's it it four players, uh, captain, tactical helm, and engineering. 
being on this, like and it not the Enterprise imagine, yeah, bridge, yeah, but yeah, yeah, sure, I, I it can see why. So good, yeah. Um, so by the time you hear this, no, it probably won't even be out yet. But Ben, because Ubisoft sponsored us, like we're um, basically obligated to put out our previews for Ubisoft stuff first, which is absolutely fine. He'll we'll get to everything else. Um, and he's running a whole bunch of stuff up, but he's like, I don't really know a lot about Star Trek, so instead of me just writing a preview, why don't we do a back and forth where you ask me questions? And I lost my mind. So I've got like a whole bunch of questions that I'm really wanting to know. And I'm asking Ben. So hopefully he uh, remembers the uh, answer and, and Ben got the email and he's like, well, what? I have to why? cancel my whole second day at E3. Yeah, why did I suggest we do this? No, like just cool stuff. Like I want to know if there's lens flares to the point, uh, <laughs> yeah. like to the amount that there were in the first Star Trek movie that Abrams made. Um, is he he wouldn't be involved wired went really weird wired was like oh it's just a button pressing simulator and it's like you've played a video game right because really when you take them to their core every game is just a video like a button pressing simulator so that's weird um i'm excited for it it looks like it's it is based in the the new star trek movie universe it looks like that like to the point of like the warp engines work in that same kind of like poppy way instead of like the tv way it looks awesome and i would buy playstation vr for that game i think it depends like i need to know more about it oh, like, no, you is don't. there a single no, you don't. player no, you don't. you're gonna buy no. it anyway because no of but it. if I, if you Come have on. to play with three other people and they're randoms or something like yeah, that yeah. would drastically make it shit so maybe yeah. um, i i've I, well, actually we'll talk about this with the playstation all right uh what else uh trials of the blood dragon that was one of the other available now things is it really a cross between trials and blood dragon because i it, so i, I kind of missed out on everything i was so did you miss moving my you, car you played blood dragon yeah. yeah but is it just like a blood dragon because I, I, trials if, of the blood dragon makes me think that it's like a cross between the trials franchise and blood dragon if you've played well you would think it is and based on the trailer there's kind of like like i didn't even see the trailer i put up the trailer yeah but i didn't actually watch the trailer i'll admit that Sometimes you have to move your car because it's 7.30 and the press conference is running too long and you're in a loading zone because you drove to work at 1 in the morning, etc. So it's like Trials and Blood Dragon. I guess so. You're watching it now. Well, you, could you hear it start up on my computer? Yeah. That's crazy. That's How does it even work? It really is Trials, trials and, Blood, and Dragon. Blood Dragon. What the hell? That's cool. Um... We're previewing it, or no? We're, review- we're reviewing it. I can't talk anymore, um, but not me, obviously. Uh, I think Jay's doing it. That looks really neat. I don't understand. So it's really just trials with blood dragon skin. It couldn't possibly be any good if the menu music isn't quite like Trials Fusion, was it? Yeah, Trials Fusion was good. So it's really just trials, but with a blood dragon weird neon aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, that's still pretty good. Trials is pretty great. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. You can get that now. It's about twenty bucks yeah. in Australia, I believe. Just Dance twenty seventeen, which to NX. its credit, there you go. The first game to officially announce support for NX, which, which makes is complete sense because we have no idea what the hell NX is apart from it'll have an amiibo sensor. Um, and Just Dance works on anything really, and you don't need Wiimote controls or anything like that. You need a phone with the newest iterations. So. Good on Ubisoft for being the first um, publisher, yeah. apart from Nintendo, to say we're making, we can confirm we're making a game for this. Like, they announced a new IP called Steep, which is like SSX, but open world and cool mountain stuff. I I feel like Nintendo has kept NX so close to its chest. 
Ubisoft doesn't know if they can put that game on NX. Mm. So they're like, we'll do Just Dance, but you know. Yeah. Which is horrible for Nintendo. We'll get to them in a minute, I guess. But like, good on them for announcing a game for NX. That's only one out of the entire lineup that Which is unsurprising because Ubisoft's normally pretty quick to support any new <coughs> console. They just want to kind of be there on launch day. And True. Well, and it seems yeah. to work for them unless Vivendi takes them over and they buckle. But anyway, um, crappy Division DLC, which they announced but didn't detail and didn't date or do anything with. It's called also Division survival. DLC at, um, the Xbox. Yeah, Underground. That's the one that comes out soon. And then survival yeah. NFI. It's kind of like Don't Starve. Yeah. Apparently, bad weather. Survival, you need to yeah. get gear to keep alive and stuff. So, yeah, all right. Um, Could be good. Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon's Wildlands looks good. Looks yeah, good last looks year too. Um, ben put up a preview on Survivor. He just put up like literally before we started, fifteen minutes of gameplay from his co-op experience. Uh, so go and check it out if you haven't. It looks it looks good. It like it four people mucking about in an open world kind of ubisoft shooty environment it's like what i want the division to be but mm. it wasn't so yeah i'm kind of excited it, for that. It, it, ben, be, ben be said similar. it was one of his best of shows so far like it's in, in contention so sure that's pretty good and watchdogs too which i don't know like it's a tough sell to be honest yeah. it, it, they've learned lessons so apparently this marcus guy actually has a personality as compared compared to aiden terrible yeah and you're like you're not a hero well you you are a hero but you're kind of like a rebel hero so you're like a bad guy fighting for the right cause or something whatever it looks all right but it's one of those ones that you gotta i guess you'll have to play to see if it yeah wraps you like there's nothing wrong with watchdogs but it wasn't what i thought it was gonna be it was like the first assassin's creed it was okay yeah. not good not great not bad well and they hyped it and they they put your expectations to a level where you were expecting something epic and it was just kind of like it wasn't bad it was just bland yeah so yeah, yeah it was good asia tyler you hate her I, I love her she was amazing no she she's fine see see <laughs> she's all right she's fine she's all right mm. she i just like yeah are we really going to talk about her nope because clearly you do not want well, to i've got nothing to say that's nah, fine um that feeling of blah was exactly the same feeling i had at the opening of sony's press conference where they had an oh, orchestra play on. for about 20 it minutes all, it was it, it led that into orchestra something, kept going for so it led long. into something pretty epic i was convinced that sean layton was going to come out immediately afterward and talk about subscriber numbers for like 20 minutes it led into something pretty great though it well go ahead come on like no, i don't it's... think anyone saw that coming god of war really i did not see that coming oh. i thought maybe it was going to be horizon or um what else, what else, what else was sony going to put out i had no i had no because it wasn't totally... going to be a new uncharted game and they don't have many other franchises looks, like that it, to but the thing is you didn't with. expect god of war because it's totally at odds <laughs> with what god of war is i thought that's it just didn't seem like it at i all. didn't expect old kratos i expected god of war i didn't expect old kind of nurturing but still a jackass kratos with like this kid who he like almost goes to pat on the back when the kid is like a weakling and he's pissed off at him then he like decides to not pat him on the back and take the knife out of the deer and he's obviously not his son right i don't think so yeah it's very layered it's weird like there's emotion in a god of war game that isn't rage which i'm not like fully versed on them or a huge fan but like it's it's seems like a departure and i am excited for that because it looks like it's mm. it's more of a 
it's going to be more of a story instead of just like a hack and slash that they've kind of cobbled something together between the hack and slash bits. So I think it looks amazing. Nice. Uh, what else with Sony? Let's skip VR for a minute because there's a whole bunch of VR stuff. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, which was delayed till 2017. Uh, they showed an extensively long uh, playthrough, which it looks really good, but it was kind of like the same thing of like, oh, just get to the good stuff because yeah. you're taking too long. Um, she fought a big mech thing with mm-hmm. arrows and stuff. I just like, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on this because they keep showing us the same thing yeah. over and over again. Do you know what I mean? And like, it looks like new. Far Cry Primal, but with robots. Yeah. Like, okay. They're not really showing us anything beyond, and I'm not convinced with Gorilla. <laughs> like, I don't think, they haven't really done, blown anything. Blown they did that with. Killzone game that came out at launch that was useless. They've done that Killzone franchise that... The whole, yeah, sorry. Uses. Why should we limit it to just the, uh, the launch game? It, like, it's, it looks good. It looks quite capable, but I don't know. Like it's, it, might, it might be one of those ones that has like a story that makes everything make sense, but I don't get why they're basically cavemen with super tech. Like, she hit a button in that playthrough and could analyze this thing that she'd never seen before yeah. and know what its weakness was. I'm like, oh, that seems a bit weird. That's a video game for you though. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing for no reason. Um, <laughs> other cool things, uh, infinite warfare, call of duty. Yeah. I think it looked, <laughs> it looked really cool until I realized it was a call of duty. Oh game. My, I was about to say that, <laughs> but you could tell it was call of duty. Like you could tell. <laughs> Um, That's made me die. I think it looks alright. I, I think say. it looked good until the shooting bits, and then I don't care anymore. I think it looks. I think it looks like Call of Duty. I think it looks pretty good. You know, like good. It's Call of Duty. But you know what you're getting with Call of Duty. And this know? is kind of like in, Infinity Wards, the new Infinity Wards first game. game, really. Like yeah, post Ghost post the respawn stuff, splintering and going away. So. It sh- it looks good. It's but I don't know. It's I, I I guarantee that all that space stuff will be like a very small part of it, which would be depressing actually because that's kind of the bits that I like. That'll be the smallest part of it. There's no way it's going to be that. It'll be mostly boots on the ground, which is what people want. People are sick of the kind of war running stuff in Call of Duty. They just Call of Duty is boots on the ground basic and this is why people are going crazy for modern warfare remastered yeah oh man and it's so crazy same you know based on that same idea boots on the ground in space and battlefields taking it back to boots on the ground Mm. in world war one like it's that whole genre i think just need they need to space them out a bit more like it's getting a bit awkward and if we're talking about modern warfare which was a great game absolutely really great game a lot of and it wasn't just Sony's fault. That's all, that's Activision. But like, that's a remaster that people are hyped for because they like the original game, and they can't get that game unless they buy Inf- Infinite Warfare. The other huge thing that people went ape shit about at Sony was that they're remastering Crash One, Two, and Warped, yeah. which like is good. But like, it's games <laughs> that you theoretically already own. You're paying money for, and you're getting excited and for buying again. Be, like the original games are okay, but like they've aged. You know, that's what I mean. Why not learn from your you mistake? Get on your iPad, you do know. like a Doom to it. Do a Doom, like yeah. reboot it. Do something cool, like but do like a Ratchet and Clank. Do like a Rayman reboot. You know, Man, like, even Ratchet and Clank. That was like it. It's yeah. it wasn't a remaster. It 
very loosely tied to the first game and the story, but like they just fixed it up where they wanted to. And that's why not just do that? Like, and that would, uh, to me, have been better than saying, oh, we're just remastering one, two, and three. <laughs> but people lost their mind. People really love it. So I don't, I don't get it. I wish I got it. Yeah. I don't get it at all. It's bizarre. And then they started talking about Skylanders and people were like, eh, no one cares. That worked really well for Spyro. So uh, yeah. let's see how it goes for Crash. Uh, uh, Detroit Become Human confused the shit out of me, by the way. It was a way. good trailer, though. So, but like, here's my question. It was first and like introduced as Kara, and then they came back with it last year as Detroit. And the... I don't know her name, but she's in, like, the following. She's, like, an actress who's fairly well-known. She was the face of Kara and Detroit. And now this new trailer is, like, a male protagonist-looking android guy. So, like, is he also in the game with her? Or so. has he taken over from her? I guess so. Like, do they maybe not get the actress I don't think, and they I don't, don't think secure they the rights? Would, I don't think they would risk... This swap being a female character with a male Well, they just didn't make any connection between them. And that's what I don't get. Like, I'm just like, is she still in it? I think the the core story is, that's what it was going to be about. That's what I got. That this is the story where... Of androids rebelling. Androids becoming human. It looks looks cool, but it is like a Quantic Dream game. So press X to emote and kind of stuff. But yeah. Um, The Last Guardian. Yeah. Announced for October, finally. It has a release date. It, it, obviously, they've made a lot of progress because they've shown us something more than just a boy screaming at a giant rat. True. Bird, cat, dog. We'd well, hope they'd make a lot of progress because they don't get a lot of time for that. <laughs> that game's coming out soon, yeah. which is good. Yeah, that'll be exciting. I'm excited for that. I, I'm worried that the hype levels will completely destroy it when it comes out and it's yeah. not what people wanted it'll, or expected. It'll, no, it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be amazing. You look at the people that are making it. You look at the support Sony's giving it. Hmm. There's no way that game won't be good. No way. True. Sony would have scrapped it if it wasn't that good. Uh, Days Gone By, which I thought was Last of Us 2 or something initially. It's like Biker Gang in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, Looked good. People were losing their minds about the amount of zombies on screen and saying it was better than Dead Rising. But like, I didn't really see a lot of difference, personally. Maybe my Xbox bias is coming out. Like it looks good, but I'm kind of also. I didn't. Sick even, of, I didn't even think about that. I'm sick of zombie games at this point. Yeah. Um, on either side, like Dead Rising, it's good to have Frank West back because I like his character and he's funny and he'll make light in certain. Like, but like I don't know. we've had The Walking Dead. We've had like we even had Crackdown had brought zombies in for some reason with the sequel, and we've had. Yeah. What else have we had? Uh, obviously, oh, the last Sunset Us, Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. State of Decay. Um, yeah, Call of just... Duty zombies. Oh, oh so many zombies. Um, Over it. Yeah. And I guess the last... Oh, VR. We should talk about VR before we talk about the game that I love and hate. Um, PlayStation VR, 13th of October, they actually dated it. Uh, 549 in Australia. I 50 think games. Three, 299 or 399 in, in the in US. States, yeah. Whatever it is. I think. 50 games that either are VR or support VR. Um, and this is what... Like, I don't understand. Like games like Resident Evil Seven, which we will talk about in in length in a minute. Apparently, from start to end, it will be a Resident Evil length game. I'm assuming so. Quite well, you know, like ten hours, whatever. Full VR, excellent. Um, what's Batman Arkham VR going to be like in terms of length? What's Star Wars VR experience going to be in terms of length? What's Final Fantasy 
15 VR experience going to These be? These are going to be demos, I can guarantee. And how much are they're they going to cost? Tech, yeah. It's like, it's just, I don't They're going to be $60, tech demos. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Which there's makes no me sad. Way, there's no way they can build the whole, the all of Batman, Arkham City, or whatever it is, in VR. It's a third-person game. You can't suddenly make it first-person. Well, and if you look at like, games like Eagle Flight, which is like Ubisoft's VR game, it, like, they don't, they're not... I don't. This is what I don't get. I don't get how Eagle Flight looks like that. Very basic, not like polygon, yeah. but like not great looking. And Resident Evil Seven looks ridiculous. Like I don't like. There's this weird gap right now between like graphics in yeah. some VR games and others. So like they're kind of base compared to what we're used to now. Yeah, I just weird. I don't understand. Like and. I don't want to put a VR headset on my head and play a 20 I'm just game. like, I'm in too much. Like, there isn't a single game that has sold me on VR. No. Like, there isn't Star a Trek, game. yes. Okay, I lied. But one. There, there is not a single game that makes me say, well, I need to get VR for this. And I will stand by this until it happens. I The thing with VR that I want is real life experiences. I'm not particularly keen on VR gaming. I want to I'm, sit on a couch and play a video game because I want yeah. to get away from life, not be in yeah. back in life. Yeah. I'm looking for like courtside in an NBA game. I'm looking for walking around a real life city. Um, Being on the Enterprise, yeah, fits that because you can't yeah. go on a spaceship. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking for a, an entire video game fictional experience. No. I want an actual experience where I'm free to do whatever I want. I don't need reward for that. That's what I want. That's what I want from VR. That's yeah. what I want because a game to me, like there's just an element of being kind of like away from society and you you you're cutting yourself off from everyone else to put yourself in another world where you need to listen to the characters, you need to pay attention to the story, and you're completely shutting your off yourself off from the rest of the world. And I don't want to do. I'm just not prepared to do that. So there is has there isn't one game that sold me yet. That might change. That might change. Um, and we'll see because we're going to get beefier equipment that can support better looking games and all that kind of stuff. Well, VR's here for the long run. You can tell. Man, it's bloody expensive. I, I didn't think it, it would I hope be. It di- I hope it dies. I hope it dies a quick death. I, I feel bad. Say- <laughs> I don't even feel bad saying that. I don't want to spend that much money on this kind of stuff. Um, Resident Evil 7, which I I don't know anymore if I'm excited for it, to be honest. Because what we got in the demo that's available now on PS4 for PlayStation Plus subscribers um, is is PT Lite, a less, very less scary version, more predictable version of PT that came, that was the demo for Silent Hills. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like Resident Evil. It feels like a very mysterious, spooky PT Silent Hills like game, which I am all for. But it doesn't fit in the franchise that I want to. Go back to the <laughs> core philosophy of what made Resident Evil. And I'm not sure I hate it because I'm enjoying going and like getting all the different endings and trying to like work with people mm. on how to, you know, figure out what the hell the mannequin finger that no one can figure out what it does, like yeah. what that actually does. But uh, like, nah, man, like it's just not Resident Evil. And I want I haven't checked it out. a Resident Evil game. And I, it might be scarier in VR, like when your face is in there, mm. but... I don't know, man. Like it just, I don't, it's it's not I what I expected. It might be. I imagine it might be because a game like Kitchen, for example, which I played, um, 
Well, it is. It's basically in, Kitchen Two Yeah, in in VR, that that to me, I couldn't imagine being anywhere near as scary as if you're not if you don't have a headset on, because the whole experience is built around VR. Yeah. Well, they so, show they show elements from Kitchen. So yeah. you're in the chair, and the guy wakes up yeah, and yeah, like yeah. cuts you out of the your and restraints, then and then you see that kind of in different segments. But like maybe because I've heard about it, and I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, okay, that wasn't that great. And then, like, walking around with a keyboard, like a controller and a mouse, like, it has such predictable shit. Like, guy walks in front of doorway when you're yeah. looking at it. If you look up the above you in the small room, there's stick men hanging from the ceiling. It's like, okay, I get it. Like, it's not scary. Like, nothing made me That doesn't terrified. even sound like Resident Evil. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but yeah. I like I like the mystery. I like the different endings you can get. I like the layers, like PT style. But that doesn't mean it's a Resident Evil game. And I'm very conflicted about it yeah resident evil 6 i liked when it came out and playing it again like now that they've done the the current gen release i realize it's shite um but like i feel like capcom's overcompensating now like they went way too action for six and now they're like not redo restart let's like just do it from scratch like no no no. like you have this amazing set of kind of b-grade campy characters and lore that you can kind of build back into the story. Like Resident Evil Revelations 2 was a great example of kind of getting back to the to basics. And I just they're doing the wrong thing. They're doing a different thing. So it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh how do we want to finish up? Anything you wanna say, like best of show or anything like that, or are we just pretty much done? We're not talking about Nintendo. Oh yeah, Nintendo. Sorry. I totally forgot. There's Nintendo. A, the only the only one thing to talk about Nintendo you think is Zelda, really. The Legend of Zelda. Um, I think Breath looks, of the Wild. It looks pretty amazing. It looks pretty like amazing. I'm not even a Zelda guy. I, ha- I actually hate Zelda. Someone said that. like Far Cry meets Zelda, which it looks is fantastic. pretty close. I think. Um, uh, that that is that would make me. I'm not going to buy a Wii U for it, but I would get an NX to play this game. I have a Wii U, mm. so I might buy it on Wii U once I figure out what an NX is, depending on that. True. But yes. I get what you mean. And the, they've, they've confirmed that it's the same damn game on both, so it's not like you're going to miss out yeah. on, so on either. Yeah, Princess pretty much the same. Yeah, which is good, because you, you have choice. Two um, Amiibos as well. but Three Amiibos. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Yeah. It and looks some, good. It looks really good. games come into the eShop. Yeah. And Pokemon Sun and Moon and Pokemon have Pokemon. The Pokemon. Oh, they announced a Mario Party game as well. Oh, Star, that's right. Star. I, sk- I actually Rush. skipped over that. I didn't even include. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. They didn't have a trailer for that. No, nah, it's a 3DS game. So Mario Party so, no isn't that great anyway. But Mario Party on handheld is the worst. But yeah. they did say they were learning and they're doing things in the game to make it easier to play. Like all the characters yeah. take their turn at the same time instead yeah. of individually. But like, it's not a handheld game. It's mm. not a portable game. It's just weird. So yeah. Nintendo. So game of the show, well, I haven't really seen any games, Mm -hmm. but from what I have actually saw on my computer screen, I'd have to say God of War. Really? Followed closely by ReCore, followed closely by Forza Horizon. We Happy Few? Man, Star Trek Bridge Crew, because I have high hopes. Yeah. Uh, I'm keen to get into Titanfall again. Oh, yes, Titanfall is another... Yeah. Um, I'm optimistic about Detroit because I kind of like Quantic Dream Good games. Trailer, yeah. Quantic Dream games, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that's like it's it was a solid E3. It wasn't anything that made me like lose my mind, but. It was good. I'm kind of excited more about Project Scorpio, which yeah. is a long yeah, wait. That's the, so that's like, the one piece of hardware I'm most excited for. 
One thing we forgot to mention is Insomniac Spider-Man. Oh, of course we didn't. Yeah, that's cool too. <laughs> that looks great. PS4 it? exclusive. Um, that is going to be great. Sony, not really tied to the Spider-Man movie from the look of Spider-Man's costume, but like Sony owned the rights to Spider-Man the movie, so I'm assuming that, time they that made this. it easier. Yeah. That time. And Beanox like, made some decent Spider-Man games at Activision, but they they were the same game over and over and over. Uh, Triarch did the... Did they do the last so, one? So Treyarch did, I think, Spider-Man, the movie games. So they did one and two. Yep. And Spider-Man 2 was amazing. Yep. Spider-Man 3 <laughs> wasn't too good. Um, but then there were a few other, like... Spider-Man yeah, like games. Beanox like, made yeah, Shattered Dreams yeah. and all the all the current... Or yeah. the latest ones. Sorry. And they used, like, the Batman-style combat. Yeah, which yeah. It didn't really work for Spider-Man, to be honest. And, like, that feeling that you got in the first... Treyarch games where you were web-slinging, yeah. like, you can't... Oh, Spider-Man 2 was, it was GTA Spider-Man. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. super good. So, hopefully there's something good that comes out of that. And that was, like you are saying, Insomniac just happened to be working with um, Sony, Sony yeah. on this one. And as much as I hated Sunset Overdrive, because it just was the comic Irritating. shit was annoying, the world traversal stuff worked really, really well, and that's exactly what you need in a Spider-Man game. So... I'm I'm pretty keen for that. I completely forgot about that. Well yeah. done. That's it. So we're we're still in the middle of E3. Really, we've got other things going up on both sites. There might be some new announcements and trailers. And yeah, stuff. and some I'm new stuff and things like that. So, yeah. Thanks for joining us. We said we'd come back occasionally. This was an occasion. We might come back for Gamescom. We should do it more often. This will be fun. I like this. Um, hit Phoenix Bazaar. Hit Survivor. Talk to us on the internets and uh. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.